morning. Who among you would know what Galilee is all about? I'm sure this is not the first time that you heard the word Galilee. You answered correctly. <laughs> Galilee is unlike what other people or some biblical or some Bible study would tell us, that Galilee was a happy place. It was partly a happy place because it was there that Jesus called his disciples. But prior to his calling, Galilee, as the prophet Isaiah announced and proclaimed it, it was a land of gloom. Why? Because the Gentiles dwelt in Galilee. The pagans were there in Galilee. And the Jews always had quarrel among the pagans in Galilee. There were mixed marriages, thus there were conflicts of interest. So that was Galilee, a land of division, a land of ambivalence, a land of conflict. When I was preparing all this, I go, parang Pilipinas. Tama mali. Pag hindi yung sumagot, tatamaan kayo. Tama mali. There's ambivalence in the country. There is chaos in the country. And whether you like it or not, killings continue in the country. No, I won't talk about the killings. I'll talk about how Jesus made His presence felt in the midst of chaos. So the first point, my dear friends, Galilee was a place of ambivalence. Galilee was a place of darkness. Galilee was a place of conflict. And if we ask ourselves as well, all of us would have a fraction of Galilee within. Right? Who among you worry about how much you will get in the next payday? Father, I have nothing to worry because I have no pay. Who among you worry about your nutrition fee of your children? Yes, ako rin. Meron akong labing ani na paaral kasi tinokhang ng kanilang mga magulang. Sabi ko, hindi nga ako nag-anak at nag-asawa. Meron naman akong labing ani. Who among you worry about in-laws? Oh, may natawa. <laughs> Who among you worry about your husband? Or you worry about your own wife nagging you all the time? Who among you have problems? I think we all do. And that makes us a Galilee. But on the second note, my dear friends, that is not the main thing. The main thing is that though enveloped in darkness, Christ came. Christ came and started His mission in Galilee, where there was chaos, where there was ambivalence, where there was division. Thus, we could also understand or recognize that mission pala is not about when things are perfect, 
following Christ is not about when you have money in your pocket na or when you have saved a lot. Doing mission sometimes, or most of the time, begins with the difficulty. You go where there is difficulty and mission begins there. Last week, I brought our beneficiary volunteers of Kalinga to Tagaytay where I adopted 500 packs of people, children and adults who left their homes in Laurel and Agoncillo. They were, their houses were ravaged by Taal's Rahat. And they were there. And I decided to bring our beneficiary volunteers. Beneficiary volunteers, these are people from our center in Kalinga. I shared about this the last time I was here. Kalinga is a center called Kain Aral Ligo. Nang? What's the last A? Ayos. Kain is for K. A, Aral. L is Ligo. Nang, Ayos. It's a center that provides dignified care in Tayuman only for the homeless people, young and adult. We get around 700 a week where we provide kain of dalawang ulam. Kahapon, we had uh, chicken pork adobo and sopas. Wow! And our kain is sinandoming. Wow! And the best part, ali rice. Wow! And that's how we take care of the homeless. But before they eat, before they have their meal, we ask them to take a bath. And because it's dignified service, the bath ought to be showers. Dehings, tabo, timba. And ang sabon is mestiza. Kaya pag may nakita kayong homeless na gumagala dito sa may show o dito sa may uh, EDSA, baka galing yan sa Kalinga Center kasi maputi-puti na ng konti. And the, benefic- the beneficiary volunteers came from that rank. They used to be the ones lining up, but they have also decided to level up. And when I asked them the other week, would you want to go to Tagaytay and feed, quote-unquote, the homeless evacuees of Taal. Everybody said, Yes, Father, mamamasyal kami. Buang. Mamamasyal, magpapakain kayo. Hindi kayo mamasyal. But of course, this is, when, when, I was, when I was driving, I was talking with, with Jeffrey. Jeffrey, anong gagawin mo sa Tagaytay pagdating mo? Anong ginawa mo nung huli mong punta doon? Father, 48 na ho ako, hindi pa ako nakakarating ng Tagaytay. Oops, sabi ko, utang na loob. But the point here, my dear friends, is that in, amidst the darkness that these homeless people go through every day, every night, they were there wanting to serve. And they served diligently. I was just so proud to see them giving serving politely and even generously guiding them to their seats. And these are homeless people whom the educated Brad as Pasaway 
whom the educated and civilized people say mga walang kwenta, hampas lupa. Yet they were the ones there in front serving the evacuees. When Christ called His disciples, my dear friends, remember, they were simple people. They were even looked down because they were just fishermen. But Christ called them instead. He did not look at the Pharisees. He did not look at the scribes. He chose the lowly, simple people. So if we ask ourselves, again, going back to our darkness, the most important thing is to recognize that we have our own struggles of darkness. But secondly, we search for the light. What is, what is the light in this situation? Is it this person who's bringing me darkness and vice versa? Reach out. Ask for the grace. Ask for the grace. Yesterday at Kaliga Center myself, there was this person volunteer who ranted over Rhea. Rhea is an old woman na medyo makulit na rin. No? She left her things kasi mapalot daw. But there, there is a policy inside the center, you cannot leave your things because someone would like pick it and you would blame us for it getting lost. So the volunteer said, kunin mo yan, hindi pwede mag-iwan ng gamit. Tinalikuran si Joel the volunteer, and the Rhea ran off. So, Joel shouted, Kunin mo yan, salbahi ka! Kunin mo yan, kunin mo yan! Hanggang sa nag-away ang dalawa. I asked Joel, you were in conflict. What is the minimum requirement that we require as volunteers? Magmataas lang boses o magpakumbaba? Nung una sabi niya, ay mali siya, father eh! Sabi ko, alam mo nang mali. Sumagot ka pa. Pinagalitan mo pa. Tama ba yun? And then he bowed. And you know, the next word that came from his mouth, I'm sorry. Sometimes, it takes a lot of humility. It takes only humility to fix a conflict. It takes humility. It takes, I'm sorry to bring light in this dark, gloomy, conflicting situation that we are. To forgive others and also to forgive oneself for the wrong that I've done. Lastly, my dear friends, when we have found ourselves in darkness, when we have found the light, it would be very beautiful to also bring that light to those in darkness. This is our mission. This is our faith. The faith that we receive that tells us that faith ought to shine beginning in the most difficult, conflicting, dark situations in our lives. Because that's where Christ began. In Bethlehem, there was darkness. The party was on the city. But Christ began His life in darkness. And on the last point, in order for us to find the light, Peter, Andrew, James, and John left their nets. They left their boats. They left their fathers. What does this mean? 
Sometimes if we would want to see the light, if we would want to be embraced by the light, we have to go out of our comfort zones. We have to go out of our nets. We have to go out of our homes. We have to go out in what is very comfortable already and try something new. Try something different. Try to see the other face of God. Because God is not confined only in the crucifix or in the cross or in the altar of the Mass. Christ is outside. Christ is in the wounded person beside you. Christ is the light. I'm telling you, and I'm giving you the light now in this Eucharist. But when you go out, be a light also, especially to those living in darkness.